The Packers have played their four quarters. Now it's time for the fifth quarter. Live from the Stadium View Bar and Grill on Holmgren Way, here are Mark Daniels and Matt Z. Thank you very much. Good to see you. Hello again, everybody. A victory Monday in Titletown, and another December drive begins for the boys up the road as the Packers overtime the Buccaneers 26-20 on a crazy day at Lambeau Field. We're going to talk about it tonight, and we'll visit with a special guest who's uh, not far from home. Milwaukee native, former Badger tight end Lance Kendricks is going to be joining us here tonight at the Stadium View. Alongside, as always, co-host Matt Z. Hello, 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 hello. What more do you need than 84 yards and a pick? You don't need anything more than you that. Don't need any, you could still win in the Passer NFL. Passer rating of 48. With 84 yards and a pick. It's a winning score to me. <laughs> Why not? The moment Rodgers cracked the collarbone. Yeah. Almost from that moment, Mike McCarthy gathered the boys and said, Look, fellas, okay, we got to win a different way. Run Pretty good ball. player's not going to be around for a while. Although he's around again, we'll talk about that tonight. Uh, so, you know, defense, you're going to have to get stops. Special teams, you're going to have to make plays. He's been preaching that ever since, and it really hasn't happened until yesterday. They got the big special teams play. They got the big defensive turnover for points, and, uh, and that was enough with the rediscovered Run game, Jamal Williams and, of course, Aaron Jones. That was nice. That was nice. Uh, <laughs> produced a buck 99, season high on the ground, so Hundley doesn't have to do much. He didn't have to do much, and quite honestly, I'm not sure if he's capable of doing much. Right. I go back to the Steeler game. All right, he threw the three touchdown passes. One was a screen, one was a busted cover, right. wide open, and the other was a Devontae Adams little stutter go route that was actually underthrown. He had to wait for it. So this guy is not an accomplished passer yet. In the pocket or out, had a wide-open Geronimo in the end zone. He missed Jordy badly on a miscommunication that resulted in the pick. They're going to have to live with it. 12 completions, the longest, 14 yards. Jordy Nelson was the leading receiver, folks, with five catches and one, two, three, four, five, six, 17 yards for Jordy. He's got to be driving. So if it's not a quick little out or a wide receiver screen, Jordy is not a part of the offense right now. They did take shots in Pittsburgh. I did yeah. like that. But this was the 32nd worst, the, the dead last passing defense in the league. Awful defense. Worst defense in the entire NFL in total yards. Third down defense, all of that. And they still could not find a way to function 84 yards. down the field. Yeah. So that is a problem because better teams await. Maybe not this week, but better teams await. But it is one down and four more to go for this Green Bay Packer team, and they have an uncanny way of playing pretty good football in December, or at least winning football in December. I was super excited for Dean Lowry yesterday. Yeah, I was too. Especially, we've had him on the show now a couple of times. Gets that huge moment, and we had talked on the show, hey, everyone is doing touchdown celebrations. If you or the defense gets it, what are you guys going to do? And he hinted they were going to do a wrestling-themed celebration. That's correct. I didn't see anything yesterday. I think they kind of got wrapped up in the moment. And once they realized that Lowry at 6'4", 300 pounds, could not quite hoist himself up. (laughs) Did you see him try to put his right leg? He's just like trying to climb like a cat on a couch. Get me up. Poor guy. Let's he just, was gassed. Let's just blame Leroy Butler. I mean, for starting the yes. Lambo leap. I mean, yeah. it's great for the springy little athletes sure. who can just fly right up there, like Jones did in the game-winning touchdown. But for the big fellas, remember Mike Daniels had that fumble return against the Lions a few years ago? No chance. 
you know, Lowry, no chance. Well, and now the running back in New Orleans. Alvin Kamara? Yes. He gets fully boy. into the stands. Yeah. He jumps over and just uh, sits with, that his, pretty good. with the fans. He's that awesome. Kid, yeah, he really is good. Uh, and so, Packers get it done. But, again, uh, short on style points, but yeah. tough on grit. And McCarthy talked about, about that a lot yesterday. Uh, when it's not going well and you have to find ways to win, uh, you know, they came from behind early. Uh, grabbed the lead with that quick flip second quarter. And for as bad as Hundley played, he did things with his feet. Yes. A couple of nice read option runs, a great scramble uh, you know, on that overtime drive when he tippy-toed over a guy and got inside the stick for a chain-moving first down. And when you think about it, they were down 20-17 to 17 with six to go, led the field goal drive, led the overtime drive. Yes. He did function pretty well when it counted most. And that has the Packers back at 500 at 6-6. Six and six. So glad you're with us tonight. we got all kinds of stuff we're giving away tonight, including a little gift card to the Packer Pro Shop just in time for the holidays from our friends at Robinson's Heating and Cooling. Lance is going to be on board in a couple of minutes. But we got to get into the locker rooms to hear what those guys had to say about that victory yesterday. And we might as well start with a finish. Aaron Jones, my goodness, three weeks removed from the MCL <laughs> sprain against the Bears, entered for just his second snap of the game and got his very first carry yeah, yep, a walk-off, 20-yard touchdown run. Oh, it's, it's not hard at all you, if you understand the blocking scheme and how they've been playing it. Um, I got to watch them all run the ball all day, so I, I understood how they were fitting the run. Did just come out for a break on that play? Or oh, that... yeah, he just came off for a break, and it just went well for me. <laughs> yeah, worked out really well for yeah, you. Yeah, he was only in on two snaps, right? Two snaps, one in the first half and just really didn't do anything, uh, and the second half got the carry and bang. Busted it around the left end for that touchdown run and the game winner. And, well, Jamal Williams had reason to be pooped, to tell you the truth. Uh, he caught that little swing pass for 12 that got it to the 20 right. and then took himself out. But this after carrying the ball 21 times for a career-high buck, 13. It helps the offense a lot. I think it takes pressure off of Brett and, you know, just let him know he don't have to do it all by himself to let him know that, you know, we're here to help him. We're here to make sure that to make his job easier a little bit more, you know. So uh, running the ball. You know, as long as we get four, four or five each time, um, we're in good shape. Four or five? How about 6.9 a carry for the Packers against Tampa's defense? Even four yesterday. or five, that's getting greedy, but we'll take it. 6.9 a carry. That's that fantastic. fantastic. Yeah, it was. And, uh, again, 199 yards rushing as a team. Every yard was needed because Brett Hundley could manage but 84 through the air, but it was enough for the W. Yeah, at least when I get to 100. <laughs> But um, at the same time, you know, nothing's perfect. And I'm going out there and I'm trying to give it my best. You know, I, I can't expect to throw for three or 400 yards every game. I can't, you know, that's, that's the way the league is. That's the way football is. It takes a while to get to that point. It takes a while to build that consistent level of play. I just have to keep my head down and just keep playing throughout all this stuff. You know, we got to win today. Honestly, I could throw, I'd, I'd be fine throwing for 87 yards when we win them all. <laughs> I promise you that I would be perfectly fine. Well, I don't know if the offensive coaching staff would be with that. But really, it's only in the regular season where we want style points and a win, right? If they win that game in the first round of the playoffs, who cares? You move on to the next and, round. And really, forward. I'm not big on style points right. either. I, the, win is, the, the win is the thing. It is the thing. And uh, it's his second and his first at home after struggling mightily against the yep. Saints. Little okay against the Lions and the disaster against the Ravens. Well, the offense needed the help, and they got it in the second quarter. Special teams and defense. Down 7-3. Hundley threw that bad pick down the middle. But the defense got a three and out straight away. And then Kyle Fackrell poured in to block Brian Anger's punt. 
Yeah, it was it was really uh, you know we just ran a little pick stunt on on the center and Joe got to his hit perfectly and nobody even touched me. Nobody touched him. Yeah, Joe Thomas was the guy who chipped the center, the long snapper. Fackrell had a wide open lane, but you know what? The NFL doesn't even consider it a block punt. Right. The ball actually moved to the line of scrimmage where Jermaine Whitehead covered it up. So it was a zero punt, a zero yardage punt, zero return, no block. But it's a block. And what a waste of a great last name on a punter. Brian Anger? Anger should be a linebacker's name. Yeah, no? that's true. That's true, but... The guy's a punter, and he's got the best name in football. It's like Stonebreaker, It's a right? waste. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, a waste. But yeah, Anger was angry after Fackrell's big play, and that led to the one-yard Jamal Williams touchdown for the lead, and three minutes later, Kenny Clark sacked Jameis Winston. You know, that was his first career sack as a defensive tackle. I Kenny? do believe, yes. Welcome back, and Kenny. And the ball popped into the air. Dean Lowry grabbed it, spun around, and rumbled 62 for the score. <laughs> it was a play-action play, and then uh, Kenny sacked him pretty quick, so the ball popped out uh, pretty pretty quickly, and I saw it, and I saw some blockers to the side of me. I just, I just ran, so I just tried to get there as fast as I could, and I got there, and then did the Lambo leap, so it was a pretty special play. Mostly it's adrenaline, though. I, didn't, I don't remember it much, honestly. So. I was worried that if he would have did one more spin... Trying to get loose from hmm. the, the mess. He would have pulled a Jim Marshall uh, and headed the other way. Oh, yeah. You know, I, but no, no. Uh, he knew which way to go. and <laughs> Just sheer confusion. <laughs> I know, but just <laughs> chugging along. It was funny to see. Made he, went to, he went to Northwestern. He's a smart yeah, guy. Yeah, I think he realized that. 17-7 at that point. But, hey, but the Bucks didn't quit. They put up 395 yards. They controlled the clock for over 37 minutes. And Winston found a lot of yards with the screen door still wide open against that Packer defense. Here's Blake Martinez. Yeah, I think it's just our understanding as a whole, just where our help is. And kind of each of us reading it at the same time or if someone does see it, calling it out. And because at that point, it doesn't it doesn't turn to a one-on-one tackle. It turns on to a three-on-one. And it allows you to kind of shoot your gun and, and maybe make the guy stutter or move his feet, and then the next guy is getting him down out right after that. It's a problem. Yes. And it's more of a problem, not so much the bubble screens to the wide receivers because there are at least numbers and defensive backs out there, but the when they split the running back out wide. And the other problem, I just left the, the stadium and, and visited with the coordinators and Mike McCarthy late this afternoon, and Dom Capers was saying, yeah, uh, it, it's difficult because the ball is coming out so quick and the help that is needed from – Basically, defensive line and inside linebackers, they're charging the quarterback. They've got to plant and break to the outside, right. and it just is happening too fast. But thankfully, that pass rush was there. Wow, with a vengeance. Seven, count them, seven sacks. Clay Matthews at two and a half. I mean, I felt good. You know, you know, coming off a you know muscle strain, there's always a little um, you know hesitancy to to really cut it loose, especially as a pass rusher, just you know fighting with guys who are 300 plus pounds and, and burning corners and everything. But it, it felt good. I was able to do a lot of things, uh, you know, that I wanted to. Yeah, got after it. Uh, you know, well, one was unblocked, clean. Yeah. Oh, Almost yes. Took Winston's head off. Yeah. Another one of the sack. Lowry came clean again on a little twist inside against the really patched up offensive line. They were missing two starters and uh, they were shuffling guys all over the place. But yeah, the pressure was back, which was nice to see. And the big receiver targets that I was worried about going into this game, Mike Evans and Deshaun Jackson, they were held in check. Jackson had two catches, both in the first half. Evans, two catches, 
both in the second half, and neither one went over 35 yards combined. I don't believe. I can double-check that I, in I for, a minute. I'll be honest. I forgot that Deshaun Jackson was even on the Buccaneers. Yeah, I, I still think he's a scary guy. Evans yeah, said, he can two, be. Yeah, two for 33, Jackson two for 24. That's a job well done. Here's Demarius Randall. Yeah, um, House got a uh, house cover Evans, and I cover Jackson. I mean, uh, I mean, um, uh, our staff thought we matched up well against him, and uh, we answered the bell. I think they did answer the bell. They did a really nice yeah, job on those They two. liked Randall's quicks on the quick Jackson. They liked Davon's house on the big Evans, and it paid off, although it left a tight end uh, open for yeah. a couple. Cameron He's great. Yeah, He's catching good. both of those touchdown passes from Winston. And Tampa Bay head coach Dirk Ketter said, you know, save the one mistake. He thought Jameis played pretty well. In a perfect world, he, he would have got that ball out of his hands more, but uh, they, were, they were on him quick, and... You know, we got to remember, he's 23, 23 years old, and experience is still the best teacher. Ah, what a great line, and it certainly applies to the 24-year-old Brett Hundley, doesn't it? Experience right. is the best teacher. Hope he learned his lesson well, and the Packer offense as well. But Mike McCarthy's boys did find a way. Well, I would definitely uh, classify that as a, a grinded-out victory. You know, when we, we needed, we had, we had to have today. Uh, I think it speaks volumes about... The character of our football team, you know, had some rough moments, but they just kept fighting uh, defensively with a huge turnover, uh, you know, touchdown return there with Dean Lowry, you know, the block punt on special teams. Uh, we were up and down on offense, uh, but, you know, when we needed it there, the last two drives there in the fourth quarter and in overtime, you know, to get the 10 points. So uh, very proud of our guys. All right. Well, he should be six up, six down, four to go. So you're saying there's a chance. Well, there's a chance. They yeah. have four to play. They're there. That and you've means got, they have opportunities to win four more. You've got an absolutely awful Cleveland Browns team next. That and scares like, the bejesus out of me. Yeah, but they are just so bad. And here's why. Rodgers is back. He's off IR. Sure. Practice Saturday. Look great. He's going to continue to practice this week. He's on the trial uh, return, as yeah. they're putting it. So he really isn't going to do much first-team work. He's going to run the – he'll be Deshaun Kaiser this week at practice. But he is practicing. <laughs> he can be activated right in front of the Carolina Panther game. Right. You got that in front of him. You wonder if guys are going to think about, oh, well, when Aaron's back, you know, well, it's Owen 12. Cleveland, forget him. Scary no, game. Scary game. You definitely don't want to underestimate the Browns. But – Outside of Josh Gordon, where is the threat? I, I don't know. You know, if the defense it, it, is going to have they're, they're a prof- great game, this is the team they to do can, it against. They make plays. It's not like they just get blown out 70 to nothing. Yeah. They gave the Chargers a battle in L.A. on right. the soccer pitch yesterday uh, and lost 19 to 10. So, yeah, they'll be they'll be favored. They should. They better win this game. Oh, How would you hate have to, to have the dream die in Cleveland? And My I guess... God. Cleveland will look at this as, you know, every week now is the Super Bowl because they don't want to be an 0-16 team. So they're going to sell out every single week and throw things at you maybe they normally wouldn't. But you better beat this team. You better beat that team. There's no question about it. Packers do beat the Buccaneers. Well, then they beat the Bears. I mean, that's their two wins since Rodgers went down. Yeah. Hardly, you know, Not ringing teams. endorsements. So uh, it will get tougher. But they got some help. Panthers lost to the Saints. Right. That helps. They have a game with Carolina in two weeks. They're still two up, so they need to lose another one. Lions lost. They're 6-6. Six and six. Lions. Falcons lost to the Vikes. Concede the division. Jeez, I hate to say that, but Minnesota's oh, yeah. king of the north. They're hot, 8-2. and two. In fact, they're the number one seed yep. as of today in the NFC. And if I'm not mistaken, the big game's in their barn. Yeah. 
That has never happened, no, right? No, it has not happened. A host city has never had their team no. represented. No. Hmm. Been close a couple of times, but uh, I it, don't see it. It better not happen. That's no. all I can say. I don't see it. Uh, but Seattle did win last night. So there's still a couple of teams in front of them, even to think about the wild card. They will not even talk about the possibilities until they get to 10 wins. And the only way they can do that is run the table. So right. let's see what happens. 26 <laughs> 20 in overtime over the Bucks. We are live from the stadium view right here on Holmgren Way, just down the road from Lambo. We are brought to you by our friends at Robinson's Heating and Cooling. American Metal Roos. Ray Farmer is here tonight. Say hi and thanks to Ray. Hey, Ray. Good to see Woo-hoo. you. Nicolay Bank, Diamonds and Gold. And of course, from the view where everything is happening. Yeah, 30 cent wings, 40 cent boneless wings, 7 to 11 every single Monday through Thursday. They have happy hour, 3 to close every Monday night. Tuesday to Friday, happy hours 3 to 7. They have Singo here every Wednesday, musical bingo. That's from 6 to 9. And then the Daddy D Christmas show will be in their banquet halls December 6th through the 9th. That is this Wednesday. Wow, that's coming up. Ninth. Here yeah. we go. It is here. Get you in the mood. Yeah, happy holidays, everybody. When we come back, more on the Big Packer win over the Bucks and looking down the road. Fifth quarter returns right after this timeout. We now return you to the fifth quarter, live from the Stadium View Bar and Grill. Here are Mark Daniels and Matt Z. All right, welcome back, everybody. Packers off that win over the Bucks in their next to last home finale. That's part of the problem. Three of the last four on the road, but yeah. gee, Hundley's passer rating away from home is over a hundred <laughs> in the win over the Bears and the game against the oh, Steelers. Oh, the game against the Steelers, sure. Yeah. I wonder if there's anything to that where he's just feeling a little too much pressure. Seventy-eight thousand eyes wanting me to be Aaron Rodgers, and you know, oh. I, you know, it's more relaxing. Maybe just at ease on just, the road. Yeah, doesn't just have the a, pressure. Not that he's even thinking about huh. that, but well, no, not once the game's going. I don't think he sits on the sideline and wonders. Oh my gosh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Hey, what's that dude up in the 30th row thinking right now after that incompletion? Yeah, well. But I wonder if that does play into it for guys. I, I don't know. It might. At this level, do they feel those nerves and those jitters? I think they still do. Especially still the QB position, I guess. I think they yeah. still do, yeah. Uh, Ty Montgomery went on injured reserve on Saturday, so his season is done. Right. Uh, they brought up Michael Clark, the, the big kid wide receiver, who had a real nice training camp for the Packers, uh, but uh, he was inactive yesterday. Uh, but even with Montgomery gone, uh, I don't know if you recall, way back in August during the preseason, I thought Jamal Williams would be the leading rusher on this team. He's still yep. not quite there yet, but he is closing in. But the point I want to make is the way Williams and now Aaron Jones back healthy, obviously, McCarthy has that one-two thing that he's been craving for uh, forever. He couldn't find a compliment to Eddie Lacy. Right. And Eddie got so upset about it, he ate his way out of town. <laughs> no. Has he taken a snap hey. in the last month in Seattle? He did the P90X thing. Yeah, right. Come on. Yeah, right. Now, what was funny is every time that he had a weight goal to meet month by month, he got like an extra five grand or something. Well, 50000 wasn't yeah, it? Yeah. 50000 Yeah. But I suppose once those goes, go away, it's... But anyway, but back to my point. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I'll, let's talk about how fat he is. Let's yeah, just, yeah, really. Let's, I let's like, really hash this I thing out. I really like Williams' style. <laughs> that was almost all between the tackles. Yeah. Uh, you know, against the Buccaneers yesterday, running hard with lean. The one-yard touchdown run. Look at it again if you watch the highlights. He's hit at the two. Oh, and just powers and through. He just his legs just yeah. started churning through the linebacker and carried him into the end zone. Uh, that is a really good trait to have. And and Jones has that. 
tackle-breaking ability as well between the tackles, but his quickness to the Burst. edge suddenly gives them power. I don't want to say thunder and no, lightning, but and that should should make life easier for the downfield passing game. Should, but yeah, yeah, I don't know. Here, here's my concern: is they're now establishing the running game. Williams is getting more of a role, twenty plus carries. Jones yeah, yeah. has had his days against a couple teams before his injury. You know, hundred plus yardage games. But when Aaron comes back, will they still get those touches? They should. But they will should. they? Or is it back to just let's wing it around and kind of forget about the running game till we really kind of need it? Especially the first game back, I would sure. think they would want yeah. to. You're not going to just throw his arm out in yeah. Carolina if and when he does return then. But you, but you see around the league, if you can just stick with the run, especially come in the playoffs, yeah. you can really have a, a dominant type team. Hey, look who's here. Hey, all right. All right. Fantastic. Let's go. On Wisconsin, ladies on, and gentlemen. Yeah, yeah, you get out of that chair. Yeah, on We're bringing him into this chair. Ladies and gentlemen, it is a pleasure to welcome to the Lance, stadium view. come on over this way. We're we'll on this way. Up. Yeah, we're going to get you on right away. Yeah, no green room for you. Uh, we're going cardinal and white room for you. Former second-round draft choice of the St. Louis Rams, who spent his first six seasons in St. Louis, well, one in Los Angeles, and then signed with the Packers as a free agent this year. Back home, the Milwaukee native, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Lance Kendricks to the show. Ow! Ow! Hi, Lance. How are you? Good. Good. Thanks for coming over. Appreciate it. Don't ask how. It's how many. That was an interesting day yesterday. It was. It was. What... <laughs> pleased you the most other than the final result just the stick to when things weren't quite clicking offensively there for a long stretch or uh the running game or or what i think the ability to run the ball really um yeah i think you know aaron jones getting hurt uh we, we kind of were left with questions there and uh, i think jamal did a good job of filling that void that we have for a little bit you guys kind of changed up the run <laughs> scheme a little bit it was more of the kind of gap stuff this week right. talk about uh why you went to uh, kind of that rather than some of the you know the combo blocks or the power plays? But it was a different, it was a concertedly different approach to the run game this yeah, week. Yeah, it was. Uh, we we felt like there, there were bigger guys that couldn't move as well, so we tried to attack that a little bit and try to get them going side to side and hit the holes where we could. And um, it was really effective. You didn't shy away from Gerald McCoy, who's really good. <laughs> he is really good. He is really good. Uh, but just the way Jamal is. Uh, seizing this opportunity we're just talking about it as you're walking in his running style i like really he's long physical finishes forward yeah and i, I think it's funny because at practice it's hard to see how he runs the ball because a guy that's a physical downhill runner he's not going to make guys miss in practice so it's not going to look all pretty yeah you guys don't practice in pads anymore. what do you got are you going to have any more padded, padded practices i hope not but. <laughs> you hope not yeah, i think you only get three over the last six weeks yeah, I think I think so. Is it is it hard to stay sharp when you're not banging, or are you fine with that? Um, you're, you look like you're fine. I with think it. we're good. Yeah, yeah. All right, we, we've been running the ball pretty good the last couple of weeks without pads. So yes, I'm, you I'm have. Yeah, buck ninety nine yesterday, a season high. That is for sure. What's it like being back in Wisconsin, part of this team? It's good. It's good to be home. Uh, good to be back here in the. Uh, I guess not so cold weather, but you know, it's ridiculous. Forty yeah, December, degrees. Yeah, right now in December is it's awesome. Well, tomorrow it's right. It's supposed to break. Are we going? To, yeah, and then Wednesday, I think yeah, down in the teens. Yeah, down in the twenties or yeah. teens. Yeah, well, it's coming. It's coming. What? 
led you to come back, even though you knew Martellus Bennett was going to be a part of this mix, Richard Rodgers was here, certainly Aaron Rodgers is here, uh, but uh, what convinced you that this would be a good fit? Uh, I think the combination of being able to play for play at home and as well as play for a winning team, a championship team, um, and try to bring another one home, hopefully soon. Uh, that was kind of my ambition. I want to come back. Your Rams are nine and three, man. You're yeah, old no, Rams. I, 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 <laughs> I left at the wrong time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you got your money so you're there. The you're the reason. Fine. Yeah, you're they've fine. Been struggling. You got moving. paid yeah, there. No question about that. Um, what do you think of the whole Marty, for lack of a better term, experiment this um, year? And the way that ended, it was so weird. It was weird. Uh, I, I think it worked out for him, and he ended up going back to where he came from, and uh, he also. I, I guess he needed shoulder surgery, so he got his I, shoulder surgery. So. I guess Doc McKenzie was right. <laughs> Did you ever get a sense that it just he didn't really want to be here, feel like he belonged here, or be a part of this? Or I, I think he's. I think. I mean, he's in his tenth year. I think he was getting that itch to retire, and maybe he kind of spoke a little too soon on yeah, it. Yeah, the bye week, remember? Yeah, yeah. I, I think he was home for so long. He just kind of felt a little homesick, and you know, he got home, he got comfortable, and. Um, I, I mean, I, other than that, I don't know what happened, but uh, I know when, you know once you get into that ten-year range, you kind of contemplate retiring. So that you're closing cool. fast. You're closing fast. <laughs> closing fast. Yeah. Has it stressed the room at all? The room. It's two guys, you and Richard. No, not not at all. Um, it, it actually works out because uh, I get a lot more playing time. Me and Richard, uh, we we split a lot of the time on the field, uh, so it, it works out. Has it taken anything out of the playbook? You're still running two tight end sets a lot. No, not, not, as not really. No, I don't think it has. I think um, it, it, it simplifies things a little bit more. It, uh, and it, it enables us to run with two tight ends and run with one when we need it. And you had just four games in a quarter, uh, you know, with Aaron um, mm-hmm. and, uh, and Brett Hundley. How do you think he's kind of handled this situation? How have you guys tried to rally around him and, and get him through this stretch? Um, I, I think he's building confidence as it, as the weeks go on. Uh, obviously, last week at Pittsburgh, he, he really put on a, a decent display, show. Yeah, yeah. and um, coming home, you know, it was an up and down game, but uh, we were able to rally with being able to run the ball. So I, I think that was big for us. But as long as we got the run game going, I, th- I think it's a little better. It it puts it takes a lot of pressure off of Brett to make plays. That's true, you know. And as Mike McCarthy and Edgar Bennett said uh, late this afternoon, all right. Granted, it was it was miserable. I think he went from eight thirty two of the second quarter to four thirty in the fourth without mm-hmm. a first down. He had those three three and outs to start the second half, but down twenty to seventeen, he drives for a field goal late, drives for the only touchdown in overtime when it mm-hmm. mattered most. The kid made some plays not necessarily with his arm but he made some plays well he made some on his feet too yeah and ran this offense Mm -hmm. and got the w got to be big for him it is it is i think again that's that's another confidence boost for him and um going into cleveland next week i I think it's going to be uh another boost of confidence for him um greg williams is a tough d coordinator at with cleveland uh i was with him you were yeah the the brown so he has a very exotic defense or a really good defense so uh, that's going to be a challenge for us, but you know, hopefully we can get the W there. All right. Yeah, one down, four to go. That's the plan. Z, where were you for the Big Ten championship game? Ouch. I was in a hotel room uh, at the 
Oneida or the, at the Oneida oh, at the Radisson. Casino. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Radisson. Got a hole up there. Who were you watching with? Just you, or was, was it? I was in my room by myself. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we we had a curfew, so we had to sit in our room. But I was yelling at the TV the whole time. <laughs> How many things got thrown at the wall? Any any holes in the hotel room that had to be patched? It was, it was frustrating, man. It was. They they played a good game. And I, I always know they're we're we're a second half team. That's how the Badgers are. So I I, didn't, I had confidence that they would come back, but I was hoping they just pulled out, pulled it out with that last drive. How how close do you still follow the Badgers throughout the college season? Are you still I, watching every oh week? Yeah. Following? I, I watch every week. If I don't watch, I, I follow on ESPN app or something. Well, Paul yeah. Chris was your OC, right? Yeah. Yeah, for a good relationship with those guys. Too. Yeah, so yeah, I'm sure you're still tight. I just, we were talking all last week leading up to the game. I was really worried about Ohio State's speed, yeah. playmaking ability, especially in offense, that the Badgers haven't quite seen anything like that. You know, Michigan's a big slugging team, Iowa, same way. Yeah, they won some impressive games, but there's a difference when you have that kind of athleticism yeah, on the playmaking. It's, it's hard to simulate that in practice, so. Um, it was tough for them. They, they gave up two big ones and uh, two big two big uh, touchdowns. But uh, I mean, I'm proud of the way they played all season. Yeah, it's been great. It it really has been great. Twelve and one off to the Orange Bowl in Miami they go. Yeah. And you were really one of the long line of tight ends that have come out of Owen Daniels and now Troy Pumagali the late. Yeah. A, <laughs> that's a good spot. It is for the it position. Is. It is, and um, O line and tight ends, you know, that they they just keep bringing them out. So big kids from Wisconsin. Yeah. Lance Kedrick's our guest tonight. We're going to take a break, and when we come back, visit more with the Packer tight end, and we'll look for a hot play of the day. Don't go away. Fifth quarter returns after this timeout. We now return you to the fifth quarter, live from the Stadium View Bar and Grill. Here are Mark Daniels and Matt Z. All right, welcome back. Packers beat the Bucks, 26-20. Yeah, the battle of the base. I miss those games in the old NFC North with Tampa Bay. Whether it was... John McKay, I'll never forget this one. Packers were playing at the old, old Lambeau, and it was a chain-link fence. They had to roll across to block the fans from crossing under the concourse, and Buccaneers got slaughtered again, and McKay was walking up, and I went to his press conference that day, and he goes, I don't know if they're caging me in or caging them out as he tried to escape Lambeau Field. <laughs> there was the Snow Bowl, obviously, right. in 1985. I tweeted about that yesterday. So I missed that rivalry, Favre and Sapp and the gang, but it was nice to beat them again. They're 15-1 against Tampa at home since 1990, so bring them on. All right, Lance Kendricks, our guest, signing away. Got a couple more minutes here. We got uh, time to do our hot play of the day. You know how it works. Our friends from Robinson's Heating and Cooling will give you a prize tonight if you guess the hot play of the day. You'll also be qualified for a grand prize drawing at the end of the season a pair of indoor club seats and a ticket to the uh, party before the game as the Packers close out the regular season against the Vikings so we could just need a couple of more qualifiers that's it so let's see if we can't find a hot one tonight what's your guess Dean Lowry's touchdown Dean Ooh. Lowry's touchdown was a lot of fun it was a lot of fun but lots of fun. It was lots of fun, but that not was fun enough for you to be a winner. One. Sorry, sorry. Ooh, good catch. I love that play, but uh, not Dean Lowry. If they would have had a celebration, I think we would have gone. I, yeah, with that yeah. One. Make the leap, Dean. Come on, come on. All right, next in line. What's your guess? How about Aaron Jones tiebreaker touchdown? Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, it yes. won the game. The hot play was the one and only carry from Aaron Jones that not only fooled the Buccaneers, but it fooled Wayne Larrabee. Yeah. Hundley under center, he takes, hands it off to Williams, off the right side, has to bounce it up to the outside, makes a turn, 20, 15, 10, 5, to the house for the touchdown! And the Packers have won 
Make that Jones on the touchdown. Jones bouncing outside on the touchdown run. The Packers score a 26 to 20 victory. Jones hadn't been in the game in the second half. They stick him in for that play. And he scores. And the Packers win with 5.59 to go at overtime. I've called a lot of games. High school, college, and pro, and there's nothing worse than calling it wrong. But, yeah, it wasn't Jamal Williams. It was Aaron Jones who was in for his one and only carry. And he said afterwards, the play side hole was clogged up, but he found an escape route pretty quickly. Most of the time, people just run up behind a lineman and try to push for what they can. But I seen how they all crashed in, and uh, that was the open lane. I just took it. He took it all the way to the house for the Packers win. Who's our winner? Roxanne. Roxanne, you're in. We'll do a cold play a little bit later on. Lance Kendricks, our guest tonight. Were you on the field for that one? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they closed so hard. They did. They did all day. Yeah. Uh, and But, again, I don't know if Jamal can make that cut and get to speed as quickly as Aaron can. I think they're two different backs. I think yeah. Jamal's the downhill back and then Aaron's more of the elusive side to side kind of shifty guy so very side to side I think they thought that he was going to hit the A gap like Jamal would have but it was Aaron and he didn't so he he saw the whole and I'm not sure the linebacker was but as soon as he saw him bounce he just flails and you know yeah he knew it's all over um but uh, here's a kid that MCL sprained just what three weeks ago yeah in Chicago have you ever had any kind of ligament uh, and try to come one back? One time, it's it's tough. It's really tough. And to have that burst and that yeah. quick turnaround. Late in the game, too. And, and sitting around all day. Mm-hmm. Amazing, amazing play for Aaron Jones. So, yeah, I'm encouraged about having those two guys healthy down the stretch and maybe number 12 yeah, just getting maybe. back <laughs> for week number 13 or 14. No, it'd be 15, right? Um, he practiced on Saturday. How'd mm-hmm. he look? Uh, he looked like Aaron. He looked good. Amazing to think that he's, what, seven weeks removed now yeah. since the collarbone break? And to throw it the way he's thrown it? He looks like he's throwing the ball just fine. Now, is yeah. there a trap to get too excited about the possibility of, all right, hey, when he's back, yeah, here we go. But he's not back yet, and th- there's plenty of work to do. I think it's just something to look forward to, you know. Um, I mean, while while he's not here, we, we – we just got to keep winning. Let's keep winning and uh, try to make this playoff run. That would be something. Uh, but this team has a way. I mean, it was it was five and six last year when yeah, he kind of uttered the run the table thing. This mm-hmm. team knows how to do it in December. Uh, that is for sure. Uh, but uh, one more big one uh, coming. Eleven catches, a buck fifty-one, and a touchdown. I think you scored the first game, didn't you? Uh, yeah. It was opening yep. day. Yep. Yep. Against day. Seattle. Yep. Um, and Richard really hasn't been involved. It's a process with Brett to get this passing game down, and it's still kind of evolving, isn't it? It is. And, um, you know, once, when you're a young quarterback, you've you got to go with what you know and uh, you, you got to go with what's, what works for you. And that's, you know, Tay, Devontae, and uh, getting the ball in Cobb's hands obviously is uh, a big part of it and then trying to find Jordy. That's what Mike was saying today, too, and Edgar for that matter. We've got to get the perimeter a little more involved than just the quick little mm-hmm. – two-man screens you know that's just not going to get it done encouraged to at least hit some shots in pittsburgh to know they can be made yeah they can be and um you know we're gonna hit the practice field tomorrow or uh wednesday, rather, yeah, wednesday. And we'll uh you know we'll, we'll keep working we'll keep 
chipping away at it. Keep going after it. That's mm-hmm. for sure. Does for- does frustration creep in for you at all when you see only 11 catches? You thought maybe you were going to get some more touches, more looks? Yeah, but uh, a little bit. I, I think it does with any receiver. Yeah. But at the same time, if, if we if we can win the game by running the ball, that's by no means let's run the ball. You know, it, however it works for that game, every game is different. And um, I know when Aaron comes back, uh, hopefully soon, um, you know, I, Hopefully I'll get more touches, but until then, you know, if we just got to pound the ball, it's pound the ball. I agree. Growing up in Milwaukee, were you a big Packers fan? Was that your team? Yeah, I was. Yeah. I was. Uh, it, 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 obviously, it was some fun times. Uh, I remember the Super Bowl in 96, and um, I think uh, my senior year of college was the last Super Bowl. So, 2010 season? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep, that was, yep. All right. Was that, a, was that a dream for you as a kid? Did you ever think, hey, someday I want to play Lambeau yeah, Field? Yeah, I think so. I was telling one of the equipment guys earlier today, I remember doing the pump, pass, and kick thing here when I was like 13 or something. Really? Yeah, and I remember seeing Brett Favre walk down the tunnel and be like, wow, he's huge. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, how, how did you do in that punt, pass, and kick competition? I think I won. I won. I won. Yeah? Yeah, I ended up going to – the national one in uh, Kansas City or something. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I never got out of the local qualifier. <laughs> I had a little bit. I did win the St. Agnes School punt passing kick. So I there started small. Really? I, and it's, and it's my favorite. Listen to you. What? Really? No, don't doubt me. Don't doubt I me. Did. I got a little trophy about this way. Pedal still with a football on top. 1968, maybe? That's nice. a long time ago. But so I was proud of it. But. I wanted to be Andy Reid. Remember that video? We see yep. that all the time yep. with Andy, yep. this gigantic 13-year-old kid uh, winning punt, pass, and kick. But uh, that's now Milwaukee King yep. has a high school football team still, right? Yes. Yeah, they do. Yep. They're yep. still going yep. strong. Numbers are good, everything else like that. Yeah. So uh, in the city conference, what yep. was that like growing up? Uh, it was it was actually pretty tough. Uh, there was a, obviously Vincent. That's where DeAndre Levy went to college or high school. Okay. Um, so they're in uh, Riverside. Uh, I think uh, Brooks, that plays for the Eagles, the guard. He went he went to Riverside. So we had a little bit of competition there. Yeah. So you're producing some kids. Out mm-hmm. of the, that's that's cool out of the city because now it's all the Germantowns, the yeah. Arrowheads, yep. the, the Burbs have got the big time programs. No match for Kimberly, of course. You a big Brewers guy, Bucks guy? You're just uh, all state. Both. Yeah, both. yeah. Brewers. Uh, I used to go a lot. I used to go to County Stadium a lot growing up, and um, Bucks game same. I used to go to Bradley Center a lot. Ray Allen, Big Dog, Lynn Robinson, and oh, all clubs. those guys. Yeah, Some that's good awesome. Clubs. Good mm-hmm. clubs indeed. All right, Lance. We're going to turn our attention to those. Cleveland Browns a little more. Let's get some insight on how Greg Williams is likely going to play you guys. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll hear more from Packer and former Badger tight end Lance Kendricks and start heading to the finish line in the fifth quarter right after this timeout. We now return you to the fifth quarter, live from the Stadium View Bar and Grill. Here are Mark Daniels and Matt Z. All right, welcome back. Lance finishing up with some of our friends who are getting a little signature, and while he's doing that, we'll get our cold play in for the day. Same rules from our friends at Robinson's. Guess the cold play and get qualified. Just a couple of weeks to go. Oh, look who's back in line. <laughs> All right, looking for the cold play of the day from yesterday. Gene is up. What's your guess? Huntley's interception. Huntley's interception. Mm. Yeah, it hurt, but they got a stop out of that one. Uh, well, if no one's behind you, uh, yeah, fire away. Here. Come on, folks. It's, it's the Gene Show. Gene, it's, what's your uh, second guess? I'm Vince Beagle's 
Uh, oh, Vince Beagle's penalty. penalty they took away from. Call that big run. No, 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 Gee. no, no, no. All right, we're gonna give you one more shot. Strike three. It's it's this is an not 0-2. a strong showing it's from Gene. It's an 0 count. Gene is getting help from the All crowd. Right. Looking for the sign from the catcher. Gene is, Gene is consulting the fifth quarter crowd. What's your guess? Tampa Bay second touchdown. I'll take either. Tampa All right, touchdown. give it to her. From the cold play, both At coming. At this point, it would have been the coin toss. Tight end Cameron Brait, who uh, scored on third and goal from the 11 with six minutes to go. That made it 20-17. to 17. And the 28-yard one-handed grab that put the Bucks in front of the game's opening drive. That beats safety Jermaine Whitehead on the play. Law on my technique. Uh, can't wait to watch the film and see exactly what went wrong. Hold on, but, uh, hold on, hold on. Play I got to make. Yeah, definitely was a great grab. Uh, I mean, it's, it's a play I'll make in the future. Nope. He better make it in the future. Yeah, Cameron Brait with the uh, touchdowns by the Buccaneers from Jameis Winston, and Jeannie gets in on her third and final strike. We'll do it again (laughs) next week. Packers and the Cleveland Browns, team we don't see very often. I told you the story the last time I was in, one of the last times I was in Cleveland, didn't I? Art Modell had just announced he's leaving the city to go to Baltimore, Ah. and the Packers played the Browns. And uh, I walked to the stadium, and the city was just aghast it was the first game since the announcement everybody was passing out orange armbands in protest and i get to old cleveland municipal which is the most cavernous stadium ever built outside of the silver dome which finally got blown up today um, on the <laughs> on, second try on attempt number two and i saw an old man sitting in the stands all by himself three hours before kickoff yeah, they do. They and do. i walked down to him and he was in tears he's probably a 75 year old guy just crying he said, I've been sitting in this seat for every game since the Browns were formed. Otto Graham was quarterbacking. Wow. Marion Motley was the running back, and I'm losing my team. And I wow. felt so bad. And so I guess, you know, from they got the team back, obviously. Sure. When, and they've been stinking ever since, and I think <laughs> of that old man. All right, last ones, guys. Sorry. All right. You've been up here twice times two. That's enough. All right, Lance Kedrick's our guest tonight. We're going to talk about the Cleveland Browns tonight. Coming in 0 for 12, head coach Hugh Jackson. I saw a note today that if he loses on Sunday, he'll have lost more games in two years than John Madden lost in his Oakland Raider career. Wow. Think about that. That's crazy. That's tough. How hard must it be? You've had a couple of tough seasons, but nothing, nothing like that. Yeah, my rookie year we were two and fourteen. Yeah, uh, the only teams we beat were the Saints, and the Saints were actually good that year. And uh, I forget the second team; it might have been the Browns, actually. <laughs> might have been. <laughs> Who doesn't? Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. How do you keep going when it's that tough? Um, I know I, you're you're it, professionals it, and all yeah, that. So you got to. I think you need a you need a really good head coach to be able to motivate you when you get in the building. Cause I think human nature tells you that you know to just shut it down. Yeah. But uh, I think when you have a good head coach who can really motivate you and uh, kind of get you going, it, that, I think that's what helps. And it's not like they're getting run out every Sunday. They're no. competing hard. Yeah. Held the Chargers to 19, and they've been sizzling hot. Yeah. They. I think they just. I mean. I think they just have to learn how to win. That's and that was the hard thing to do when I was with the Rams. Is my first couple of years, we just had to learn how to win games, learn how to be in the game in the fourth quarter, and then pull it out at the end. So, what do you expect from a Greg Williams defense now on Sunday? A guy you know well. Uh, a lot of pressure, a lot of exotic looks, um, a lot of disguises. Uh, he, he he pretty much brings it all, especially with a 
still new mm-hmm. quarterback. Yep. Um, it, it, you know, it's easy to get him seeing ghosts, mm-hmm. feeling pressure where it's not coming, and uh, and it's hard to stay on rhythm and something like that. So I think the run game's emergence, yep, really at a good time. For yeah, you guys. yeah, like yeah, like I said before, and uh, obviously I think Aaron will play a lot more this week. So having Aaron and Jamal back there will help a lot and. Um, hopefully, getting the run game going, we'll be able to open up the pass game, too. All right. Zeke, a couple well, of last shots here. Yeah, before we let you go, got to know, Christmas almost here. Best Christmas gift you've ever gotten? Super Nintendo in, like, 95 or something. All right. What was the first game you had for that? Super Mario. Yeah. <laughs> Still yeah. dabble in the gaming at all? I do, actually. Wow. I Are you a Madden football guy? No, I, I like the Call of Duty. I like the shooting games. Nice. Yeah, yeah my son got World War Two. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they're awesome. It's unbelievable. So, what's the worst gift you ever got on Christmas? Uh, That hat you're wearing. Probably (laughs) probably like clothes from grandma or something. Really? No, No, like no, like one piece bunny outfit pajamas or anything like Christmas story. Probably some pajamas or something. I don't know. I'm gonna go see the Christmas uh, story house. In Cleveland. Oh, in Cleveland? Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna go to Cleveland this weekend. I'm gonna go check. Fantastic movie. Yeah. See if still running around there. With all the dogs next door. Anyway. <laughs> so your first memory growing up playing football? Did you uh, jump right into there, there's a Pop church. Uh, no, but so for every my birthday is January 30th, and every birthday uh, it's normally it normally snows a lot. So me and all my friends from elementary school we go to the church across the street. We we'll just play tackle football. Really? Yeah. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Did you play in the parking lot of the church? Oh, it was no, like there was grass. grass there was a, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a gra- I'm just, grass field. Yeah. Not a lot of churches have wide open green spaces. Yeah. I just make sure yeah. you guys are safe as kids. That's yeah. all. We're concerned here at the fifth quarter. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> all right, Lance. Hey, thanks for coming over. I'm glad we could finally hook right. it up. Yeah, Last time we were going to – how's the tooth, by the way? We are going to do that oh, it, yeah, a couple better. weeks ago. You got it fixed? Yeah, I got it fixed. Cracked the tooth. Couldn't yeah. make it on Monday. He's going to be all shut up with Nova Candy. Sound like Kramer, Kramer, Kramer. But I'm glad it's all better. Best of luck. Stay healthy. All right. One down, four to go. Let's go to Cleveland and get above 500 and see what happens. All right. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Lance Kendricks on Wisconsin. We're going to take a break. Come back and wrap it up right after this timeout. We now return you to the fifth quarter, live from the Stadium View Bar and Grill. Here are Mark Daniels and Matt Z. Welcome back, everybody. It was fun to have Lance Kendricks on. Didn't even make him sing varsity on his way out. But guests of the fifth quarter receive a gift certificate from our friends at Diamonds and Gold over on Central Drive in Alloway, a great jewelry store here in town. Again, appreciate Lance coming on. A couple of other NFL notes. Bloodletting in the Big Apple. Ben McAdoo, good friend of ours, coached here with Mike McCarthy for a few years, whacked along with GM Jerry Reese with four to go. The whole Eli thing, the 2-12. and 12, Yeah, also his hairstyle. Really? That slick grease, back. slick back look. Yeah, I know. Feel bad That's for That's a fireable offense. If nothing possibly, else. Possibly. Uh, your man, Gronk, stupid. Rightfully so. Suspended one, one game. game. Yeah. Wow. Dumb, dumb, dumb play. Yeah. And it took two days of dynamiting the Silverdome. Down they got it, it done. How would you like to be the guy that has to go in and make sure? <laughs> hey, yeah. why did that not work? I'll uh, go. A lot of memories <laughs> in the Silverdome. Yeah. Barry Sanders watching him go. Fars past to Sterling. That playoff victory, the first Playoff win for Holmgren. A lot of memories in that building. I'll miss it. All, thing, all things come to an end. I guess so. All right. As does our show, obviously. Yes, sir. Yeah, and we got to roll. Before we go, we got to send somebody to the Packer Pro Shop from our friends at Robinson's Heating and Cooling. Nice little gift card. All right. Pull out a name. Clean sheet. 
Courtney Grill. Courtney, gold shopping all the way in the back. Awesome. Come on up. Well done. Don't go away. we got some more stuff to give away as soon as we go off the air. Next week, Packers and Browns. I'll be in Cleveland. have the whole story for you next Monday night. Z, we'll see you then. Yes, sir. All right. Thanks for coming out, everybody. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next week. Good night.